I'm also really, really proud of Mike for uh, basically with Iacus's power set recreating the uh, version 1.0 WoW Tauren who couldn't get mounts but could run really, really fast <laughs> and just got faster scaling movement powers as they leveled up. <coughs> so yeah. speaking of uh, scaling powers, or scaly powers, as it were, there's a dragon. Yeah. I was going to say, this is not the world where Galdrian is turning into a black dragon. <laughs> He's turning into a blue dragon, which is worse that blue. Mike, go stand in the corner. <laughs> I'm sitting in the corner. Thank you very much. Go sit on a go sit on a D four. Oh. Ow. I like you too much D fours. <laughs> to punish you like that, not like I'm sitting on D fours all the time anyway. We have super pointy D fours over here. Yeah, I know. I tried to pick one of yours up by just grabbing a handful of dice and I done goofed. Yeah. <laughs> Spell, we love you. We got the bladed set. Not a, not a sponsor, but. But. You could be. I'm buying up your stuff. I was going to say, if you want to send us dice, we'll, uh, we'll oh, happily yes. roll them. Oh, yes. And for $5, we can tell other dice companies to go fuck themselves. I really want to want to spark a, a dice war. <laughs> Just be the be the armament supplier for this. Hey, mimic dice! <laughs> Y'all are getting off the ground. Send a message. Five dollars. <laughs> the best advertising you'll ever have. So, uh, let's see. How do I segue that? Dice. Uh, speak. Spe- yeah. Speaking of uh, traitorous fuckboy dice. Welcome to the Average Adventuring Party Podcast. Okay, where's the rest? New new, new year, new podcast? New podcast, who dis? <laughs> is, that, is that all you got? Chirp, 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 chirp. I mean, I guess if you really want me to call you average, you know, where, where the... Where the, the party may be average, but their adventures are not? Yes, better average than too short. Where the rolls hey. may be below average, but the girth is pretty impressive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the length of the rolls is questionable. They're, they're pretty short, but... Hey, hey, easy there. Sometimes it goes two hours. Sometimes you roll with multiple dice. Mm-hmm. Although, to be fair, he has to trim it back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, just pre uh, a uh, preemptive apology for that last episode. We we lost track of time, and uh, the the raw audio was almost three hours, and I trimmed almost an hour out of it. So you guys got a double length episode for Christmas and not New Year's. You're welcome. <laughs> so speaking of being uh, welcome, what uh, what happened last time, you guys? So using uh, with with Kree's help, we were able to sneak onto uh, into the lunar storm compound. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galadrian was able to get into the building where he had first quote unquote met his father. Uh, Everything was in the exact same state that it was, including the fire still burning and the body still bleeding. And so he's... That's when he really realized that something is wrong. And... uh, And he ended up turning himself into the... uh, After helping one of the guards get laid, probably, (laughs) uh, he... He turned himself into the other guards that had come to arrest him for, you know, breaking in to the building that no one was supposed to be in and nobody else could get in. And uh, while he was being detained, he, uh, or that, that genie that he had quote unquote defeated with the help of Riss. Uh, and only Riss and nobody else. Nobody else. <laughs> nobody else helped. Everyone else just. 
Just let it all happen. Just roll yes. back and let it happen. Um, no, uh, everyone helped. But uh, he uses, he tried to use his wish to say, like, I want to be able to talk to my parents. And the genie was like, I can't give you something you already have. And that frustrated him even more because he had no idea what they were talking about. But then he, uh, then he decided to use the uh, wish to see who was uh, commissioning these duels against him, and he found out that it was the Sky Dweller. Uh, so uh, he has no idea why. For a second he thought his dad was the Sky Dweller, but then uh, realized that he that the necklace that he had was actually able to talk to his parents' souls in the afterlife. And actually was able to find out that his dad had died before he was born. So uh, he still needs to go back into that building to uh, use the recording stone that Cree got him. But after uh, Riss got a letter of injunction, he was, well, the guards just kind of stopped uh, guarding him anyway. They didn't really care. So uh, that's where we left off. It was with uh, Galdrin having just gotten done talking to his parents via the necklace. Hello, mother. Hello, father. <laughs> I, I think that song's still copyrighted, too. Oh. So that's well, I used less than 13 seconds of it. <laughs> Freeze. Freeze. And as I, I don't, say... I don't think that's what that means. The day I think always... that's, that's fair use. Free use is something really different. Por que no los dos? As they say, the day was saved by legal injunction. Oh. Yeah, by the, by the time Riss had actually gotten to you with his, uh, he had picked up some of his own men, as well as, you know, leading a small complement of compound guards. By the time he got back, you had already been released for, for a while by one of the guards themselves, so you could teach them card games. And through various misunderstandings and shift changes, uh, Galdrian was just left alone with his stuff. And all of this went down. Um... As, as you're, uh, you're standing around there, your parents kind of fade out. You realize that necklace had been kind of subtly vibrating um, in your hands and getting warm. And whenever they stop talking, it stops vibrating and just feels like metal again. All right. uh, did it? Could anyone else hear? Yes. Every, everyone else heard it. Um, we had it on. That's right. just wanted to clarify that. Because it's been a long time. Um, so, Galdrian will uh, kind of look around. And then as soon as he sees Kree, he's like, oh, oh. I need to get back in there. Uh, I totally forgot. Uh, one, one of the guards says, well, point of order. Um, while you're not under arrest, and he looks at Riss for confirmation... Um, you can't be here. Right. Uh, what if I had an escort and you made sure that I, as soon as I was done with my business, that I left? Well, your business was delivering a letter. You just heard me talk to the late Lord Lunarstorm, didn't you? I certainly saw you using some kind of magical artifact to speak to someone claiming to be Lord Lunarstorm. Dad! <laughs> uh... Magical entities are not considered legally binding, so unfortunately, you don't believe that'll hold water. Well, I'm not a lawyer. I mean, I'm studying to be one, but... Um, Tell you what, you let me just go into that building real quick and, and use this recording stone, and I will make sure that your uh, fees... And tuition for your first year of lawyer school are paid for. Well, here's the thing. And I, I appreciate the offer. But if you go back through whatever field of energy that is, then we can't remove you. So why don't we just escort you to the gate? How about we tie a rope around his waist to let him walk in? And when you guys get pissed off enough... I pull him out. 
but couldn't he just take the rope off? Because there wouldn't be anybody in there with him? Not the way I tie knots. One of the one of the guards like opens his mouth and <laughs> Galdrian opens his mouth and is like I would like you to think over whether you want the answers to those questions or not. And think hard. Riz actually opens his mouth and is like, uh, we'll talk. Maybe there's something that I can leave to some, some sort of deposit to ensure that, that I will leave in a timely manner. One of, one of the guards says, okay. You could poison him and have the antidote so that if he didn't come out in time, he'd die. No, no that's actually not the worst thing that I've... He, uh, he says, is this the only way you're going to leave? Yes. Yes. Okay, and he raises his hand and everyone just points crossbows at your whole party. And he goes, you have two minutes. And if you're not back by then, then we're going to have an entirely different conversation. Right, and Galdrian's just going to book it. It wasn't that far, right? No, it was... You were, you were escorted from there to a nearby barracks. So he's just going to run. Like, Should Sorry, we... I'm not going to let them shoot you. Should we just wait here? The One of the guards says, if you move, I'm, I'm going to shoot you. Okay. And she's just like going to cro- sit down cross-legged and maybe the room shakes a little bit because she's a nine-foot-tall woman. <laughs> Yeah, y'all are y'all are just outside this this barracks near picnic tables. Galdrian gets to that uh, that building, goes inside. Everything is exactly as you left it. He's going to really quickly take out the recording stone, and he's just gonna get a whole bunch of pictures of like this, the claw marks, the burn marks, his father's body, and he's, and then the window where it looked like something came in. Okay, and he knows exactly what he's looking for. Uh, and once he's done with that, he's just going to come back right back out. Yep. You, you book it. Uh, you have one, one set of crime scene photos. So what is your favorite knot? I like the over, under, and then you pull, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, when you get back, the, the guards are still uh, pointing crossbows. One of them has a, a pocket watch. And is kind of just holding it and looking at you. Um, one of the guards still has a crossbow pointed, but is actively going over uh, knots with with Sina. <laughs> and Riss. All right, all right. I got what I needed. We can leave. Uh, Cree has been sitting on top of Jola's head. Has a cat, or has, has a cat? I was like, all right. And does she keep wrapping her fluffy tail around Jola's eyes? No, pretty much. Uh, does Jola normally wear a helmet of any kind? Yes. Yeah, so she's basically got, like, her two front paws just, like, hooked under the chin straps. So whenever you turn, you just have this, like, cat tail that that goes with it. Now, here's the real question. Is Jola allergic to cats or no? <laughs> no. Thank God. She's only allergic to cats when Galdrian strangles her. I mean, yeah. So you get back... Uh, the guard says, all right, I'm about out of favors for the day. Uh, I taught you how to play cards. No, that was my brother. I just came on shift. Oh, I can teach you how to play cards real quick. So you can beat your brother? No. I, it's I think, a freebie. I think we're we're good. Uh, all right, your brother's going to kick your ass, though. Well, that's fine. This way, please. And he just gestures. All right. And Galadrian will wave everyone on and and uh, follow after them. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> it's several miles to the nearest exit. When you uh, approach the gate, it slowly starts to open. And standing on the other side of the gate, there is a figure in what looked like the tattered remains of this black funerary robe. Um, it's got maybe like a six-foot-tall greatsword like stuck in the ground in front of it, and is just leaning on it. 
um, under the, the hood, there is a very skeletal face um, that is just watching you. And in, in the eye sockets are just these bright blue flames. And it's just kind of tapping its, uh, its fingers on its arm. And you just hear like clink and clink, clink and clink, clink and clink as, you know, bones are clinking against metal plate armor. <coughs> Galdrian's just going to look away and keep walking. Yeah. Is Galdrian the only one who can see it? No, you, you all can see it. It's not a challenge if I don't know it's a challenge. Not true at all. Yeah, that's not that's not how that works. <sighs> so, uh, as you pass through, this thing's maybe 20, 30 feet off from the gate. Like, basically as close as it can get without the guards um, saying something to it. And it's just sitting there. It watches you come out. Watches you start to walk away. Neat. Galdrian finally turns back towards us. Well, what do you want? Just raises a hand and points at you. <laughs> uh, that's... I'm flattered, but... Uh, but, you know, you're a little, little... I prefer them with a little meat on their bones. I think he has a bone to pick with you. It looks at, at Riss and just holds up one bone in middle <laughs> finger. It, it looks over at Galdrian. Alright, you want to do this? You know, you know, you have the option of saying no. And losing something, which but I don't know But you don't know what. It pulls its sword up out of the ground and just slings it over its shoulder and starts walking... Um, if you remember, there's there's maybe like a hundred foot or so just walkway that's made of dirt between the walls and where the, the city proper starts. The killing field. Uh, we prefer to refer to it as the security zone. The dead zone. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, it, it walks uh, right about into the middle of it and the crowds start to just scatter away from it. So, do you talk at all? As Galdrian sets down his bag and hands over the recording stone to, uh, to probably to Jolo, and uh, and just starts doing his stretches. When you uh, when you go to hand that stone to Jola, Cree just like reaches down with her mouth and grabs it and then bounds off of Jola. And I'm gonna try to grab her. Yeah, you go to you go to grab her. Hold on. <laughs> you gotta take some claw damage. Oh my. Uh, yeah, you you get like as you pick her up, she's still got this stone in her mouth, and she's doing that weird uh, wiggly caterpillar thing that cats do when they don't want you to hold them, and you just catch uh, five across the eyes multiple times. So she's just like bap 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 bap. And eventually she, you know, like, you, you go to bring her in and she just puts both back legs on your face and kicks off. Uh, they really don't like when you do that. Uh, when you ask if, uh, if the thing can speak, it nods and, like, pulls its hood back and it has a... What looks like a plate mail helmet, so just think of that classic like bucket helmet, um, and where there would be a tassel on top, it's just this rotten. Um, uh, it looks like a horse mane, uh, and it nods, points at you, and says "son," and then it points to Riss and says "son." And then it points to Jola and says, daughter. And then it takes its sword, slings it off of its shoulder. 
there with is no liver? there there is no way I am related to that thing. I'm gonna cast an attack at it. So. Actually, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> so here's here's what I would like you guys to do. Uh, the first thing, the three of you. Okay. Uh, roll me a good old initiative check. And remember, you get uh, plus two. Okay. So 25. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 16. Four. Oh, I was going to say that's real low, don't but uh, I, I don't get... She doesn't get that bonus. Uh-huh. So, oh, well, do you add your level? No, I get that, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. so 11. Okay. Um, does anyone get lower than a... or higher than a 24? I did. I got a 25. Okay. Thanks to that plus two. Right. So... Uh, calculating. Calculating. Reticulating splines. Relocating llamas. Building a dispenser. Not enough pylons. <coughs> Need more pylons. Erecting a dispenser. Dispensing an erection. Now <laughs> wait a minute. That one's for you, TF2 community. It's all in the background. So, uh, Galdrian, you are the only one. And uh, cyanide, you need to roll one as well. You said you threes. <laughs> yes. So you what get was plus two also? Plus two. But Simon's about to beat our ass. Uh, yes. Uh, 29. Oh, my. <laughs> okay. My initiative is a plus 11. So, uh, Simon. I rolled a 16. <laughs> Sina is going to be first. What? I don't know math. Well, of course. Somebody's about to hurt Galdrian. Mm. Hey, for a little while there, I was chopped liver. Who says you're not still? My initiative roll. Um, Alright, so who was, who was next? Galdrian? Yes. Uh, and then Riss, and then Jola. Uh, so the three of you who uh, failed that, or uh, the two of you who failed that initial, uh, while you're trying to figure out what to do, uh, several bony hands just come up out of the ground and latch onto you. I do not consent. Uh, so the two of you are going to start this combat engaged with each other. Congratulations! Uh, so I use my tough. action to kill myself. No, I have yeah. a better one. Uh, I have something that allows us to free ourselves from engagement. Yes, it's called an annulment. <laughs> so let me let me get some tokens out here. It's called my moment of glory. Uh, that's what I call it too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to set this box of dice and tokens down fully fully well knowing that the minute I get up for a break I'm going to kick it and mm-hmm. stuff's going to go everywhere alright so go ahead and put y'all's uh, guys on the board that's very appropriate for Sina the, the biggest dice on I mean I have a chunk I might as well use it <laughs> She is not chonky. She is very well proportioned for a forearm giant goddess of a woman. But I mean, in comparison to the D4 that's out here. D6, sorry. All right, so I'm going to turn this so that I can see the numbers. So uh, Riss and Jola, these uh, undead hands start pulling themselves up and soon resolve themselves into uh, full-on 
undead uh, zombie type creatures. They are particularly offensive, both visually and uh, their smell is something of note. Uh, for Galdrian, you recognize at least one of them. Standing over there, pulling himself up, is the, the corpse of Rincewin the Blade. Does he at least have pants on? Uh, he does, but they are ripped and tattered, and he does not, in fact, have a blade. He, he looks worse for wear. They call him the dagger now. So, uh, Sina, mm-hmm. as, as you see all this, um, a couple of these, these creatures grab wrists, which isn't very hard because, you know, yeah. Uh, a couple of them grab Jola, which isn't very hard because she is also short of stature. Mm-hmm. And then a bunch of them appear in front of you and Galdrian at the command of this, uh, this sword-wielding robed figure. He points at you two in your direction and looks like he is about to launch himself your way. So before this round starts, I'm going to choose Riss as the Radiant Aura receiver. So what does that do? Um, the ally, if When the ally is targeted by a natural attack roll of 10 or more, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. and me heal 2d6 damage before taking any damage. Well, there you go. And it's double the amount if it, the attack is critical. Mm. So I just got to hit you for less uh, attack roll <laughs> less than 10, more than 12 damage. I got it. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up for me. Um, however, Sina, it is your turn. Before we get started here, I'm going to do my roll for um, possible terrain stunt. Where? Okay, two. Um, let's see here. I guess I'm going to get in front of Galadrian and uh, pummel the closest zombie to him. All right, so each of these is a group of two. Okay. I can't read the number, but whatever that is. Closest. So there's uh, three, four, and five. So four is the closest one to you. Okay, number four. Chunk, 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 chunk. Okay. Going on the melee attack pummel. It's versus PD. Okay. Ooh. Ah, uh, math. <laughs> you guys still do that? Uh, <laughs> See? You roll the clicky clacks. 31. 31 versus PD is uh, surprising no one. <laughs> a hit on, on zombies. Yes. The target is grabbed and suffers a minus five penalty to disengage, cannot cast spells, and suffers a minus four penalty to attacks, unless it comes from a natural attack like bite claws. Okay. At the start of their turn, they take 15 damage. At the end of their turn, they must make an 11 plus save or begin suffocating. It's kind of dead, so maybe not. They, they are immune to suffocation. At, after several failed saves that do not have to be cumulative, the enemy goes unconscious or dies. Mooks get one failed save. Normals get two failed saves. Okay. Two, two times strength, large, four failed saves. Okay. So, so uh, does it take damage now, too? No. Okay. Uh, if I'm remembering how that's written, it's basically the longer you hold on to them, the more damage it deals. Okay, cool. So you've got, you just reach over and grab these two things and start banging them against each other <laughs> uh, to seemingly little effect. Eh, as, that's two things that are not going to grab Galdrin. Uh, speaking of Galdrian, uh, this, this skeletal creature is going to point at you. Its eyes are just going to flare from uh, blue to red. Did it have a higher than a 25 initiative? Yes. Okay, just want to make sure. And uh, it's going to make an attack on you. That is an 18 (laughs) versus MD. No, just barely no. Just barely no. Um, So you start... uh, feeling this like tugging at your feet as more of these hands just burst out of the ground and try to hold, hold you down. And at the last second, 
it swings its sword in this just great arc of black and purple crackling energy uh, flies towards you and you're able to just duck out of the way. Um, it looks, if possible, even angrier than before, but it's going to stand its ground for the moment. This is the big guy that just swung at me? Correct. All right. So the uh, the group that's on Riss, uh, one of these, these creatures has a hold of you and is going to try and slam you into the ground. Okay. I would really like to roll above a 10, please. Does that trigger no. your thing? It does not. Does a 17 hit your AC? No. Okay. He rolled an eight. Uh, the same for Jola. They are going to try and pull you not just to the ground, but into the ground. Okay. Oh, hey. Does a 20 hit your AC? No. My AC? No. Nope. Nope. Uh, How do you guys get such high AC? Because I have armor. Oh, I forgot that y'all have them on boards that are facing <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did that for you. So listen, you listen guys, it's, it's, been, it's been well before Christmas uh, since we last played 13th Age. Right. Well, that was ineffective. <laughs> uh, however, Sina, you have made yourself a wonderful target. These things are just going to start grouping up on you. Cool. Does use a different uh, dice, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna use a different. No, no, what are you saying? So uh, a couple of them start to scrabble at you, um, but is not able to hit you. Guess I shouldn't be rooting for yeah, the DM. Yeah, what you're saying. Uh, the group that you had a hold of, uh huh, they failed their save. Okay, are they mooks or normals? They are mooks. Yeah, about that. <laughs> they take fifteen damage and they die. Okay, so or, you know how, how do you how do you kill those guys? Let's let's do the you no know, start banging their heads together for a while and then just you know super hug and they just disintegrate. Yeah, all right. Uh, Sina gives the hug of doom, and these two uh, zombies just split apart. Uh, the, the added smash smash with the foot. <laughs> The, the group that's led by Rincewind, the blade, is going to uh, try and charge Galdrian, since he's busy ducking out of the way of that horrid energy blast. Good lord. I would settle for rolling above a six now. Uh, 15, 18, 19. Does a 19 hit your AC? Yeah, it does. Uh, I don't know why, but my AC is much lower than the rest of the party. All right, so you're going to take... Uh, Do you have armor? I have a plus one to my physical defense. His, his armor lets him allocate yeah. to, to various things. Uh, you're going to take seven, eight damage. Okay. I, I don't think I updated my character sheet from my last long rest. So Well, joke's on you. You didn't get one. Uh, so, yeah, the, the corpse of Rincewind comes in... Uh, as as uh, you're ducking one way, he basically goes to attack you, falls in front of you, and trips you up so you fall directly into the arms of this other one who just starts wailing on you with both arms in a very uncoordinated manner. Uh, but it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to do... Uh... Don't I go before him? You went. You, you went hug. first. Yeah. Oh, quick We're action. Still the same round. I'm okay. going to use the armor of the forbidden music. But that's forbidden. Yes, it's going to increase my AC by three. And then. That's uh, I will go ahead and use my uh, action to cast. You said there's a group on me, right? Correct. So if you try to cast a range spell, they'll. Get some. I think all my spells are close quarters anyway. Okay. So, uh, yeah, going to do power cord. Brown. Targets 1d3 enemies in a group. You said it's a group of two? It is a group of two. It targets two enemies in the group. 
Uh, charisma plus level versus mental defense. Well, I'm going to tell you. Something <laughs> um, you don't have? Probably a negative. Uh, let's see. Is a... Is a 13 going to hit their mental defense? Yes! Because <laughs> that was a 4 on the die, so... Um, their their mental defense is literally as low as it is possible for them to go. Okay. So 1d12. This is third level, so it's going to be 2d12 uh, charisma plus charisma psychic damage. Is anyone else engaged with them? Just you. Just me? Okay. So 13 plus charisma, so 13... So it was going to hit them both for 18 psychic damage. Both for 18. So that is group number five. And I can't use that for the rest of the battle. Surprisingly, does not kill them. Uh, can I use my... Oh, is it a... Can I go ahead and try to use my move to disengage from them? Yes. I have to roll. So right now you need a 12 or better. That is a 15. Yep. So you are free to move about the cabin. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, I'm going to go ahead and try to engage the ones that have... Uh, that have wrists grabbed. So if someone could just slide me over... Oh, wait, I might actually be the closest one. No, wait. Okay, you got it. Mm-hmm. All right, so Galdrian runs across the battlefield, starts trying to pull Riss out of the paws of this uh, horrible, terrible, stinky critter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is Riss's turn. Um, so I'm going to do a close attack. I'm going to do my phase shroud, and um, being in the winter garb um it we'll see what that does um, that's a nat 20 mm-hmm. oh yeah uh so 29 um versus md you narrowly obliterate it <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see it does 10 psychic damage and the target takes <coughs> 10 psychic damage each time it attacks sorcerer or their allies it's a natural even hit so increase it for all parts by five. So they take uh, each enemy engaged with me takes fifteen psychic damage, and they'll take fifteen each time they attack. Is that including your critical modifier? No. What's the critical modifier? Double. Double. So that's thirty uh, psychic damage, and uh, they'll take thirty each time they attack. Well, they'll take thirty once because <laughs> they both die. Um, what 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 does your uh, face shroud look like uh, when you so, kill them? So they grab me, and I'm sitting here wiggling around, not liking it one bit. And so just because I'm in winter form, just a wall of dark ice encases up around their arms and around them. And then I just go, ah, and, and hit them, and they just crumble and shatter. Ah, well, uh, I had come to try to get you free, but it looks like you got that handle on your own. Thank you. I'm not Phoenix right. I'm not going to go, OBJECTION! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should be. Uh, is that all that you want to do? Um, you're, you're now free and clear of those guys. I'm going to... I'm going to move between Sina. And Jola, just to position myself for future targeting. Speaking of Jola. So who all's engaged? Right now it's just you and those two zombies. And then Sina is engaged with two zombies. And then there is... Uh, Some free-floating zombies. This, yeah. Um, do you have a quick action or something? Yeah, I just realized, because I crit, when I deal a crit hit, it applies a mathematic effect for free. Um, So, I'm seeing if there's anything free that would help the others. 
No. No, there's not. Sorry to interrupt. You sure? Uh, far spell, actually. I could increase the target to long range now. I'm going to gain eight temporary hit points for rejuvenating. Okay. I'm at 24. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Jalen. What time of day is it? I think it was afternoon. Y'all had spent the better part of the day traveling to the compound, getting into the compound, waiting around while Galdrian was arrested, waiting around after Galdrian was arrested. Walking across the compound. <laughs> yeah, walking across the compound. So yeah, it's probably like dinner time. Which, speaking of, there are now actually a bunch of people who have stopped with food, on, you know, like outside of this combat and are just kind of like watching you, chowing down. We're dinner entertainment. Yeah. Congratulations, Galdrian. You're once again an entertainer. <laughs> so. Are you not entertained? Riss is still near me, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can attack him for free whenever you yeah. want. <laughs> it's part of your class, bro. I think I'm going to do use my paladin shield as damage. Is it close or ranged? It says melee or ranged. Yes. So are you going to use it on the group attached to you? Yes. Okay. Um, so my question is on this one. Mm -hmm. This one. Okay. Is that like a quick action that I can also do? Or does this take up my action? No, you can just do it. It's a free action. It's a free action, okay. Okay, I'm still going to use my Paladin Shield. Um, so that is a 16. Versus? AC. Is that including your Escalation die? Oh, no, it's not. 18. 18 is a hit. Um, so it's 10 holy damage plus 1d8 damage per point of escalation die. So that means I roll 2 d8. Because yes. I'm at a 2. Ooh, 13. So 10 plus 13, 23 holy damage. So what does your um, what does your holy shield look like as you kill these two zombies attached to you? I've done a lot of bright light type stuff. So we'll say this one is like stars shooting out of my shield and it shoots towards wrists because um, a nearby ally can gain plus two to all defenses until the end of their next my next turn all right thank you so all these stars shoot out and just disintegrate these these uh, zombies I see what you're doing highlighting me for more attacks you do still yes, have. Yes, I am absolutely. You still have a, a move and a minor if you would like to use them. Um. Yes. Let's move up to the big guy. This guy. Number five. Wait, is number five the big guy? No, number five is the group of zombies containing Rincewind. Oh. It might be useful to tie them up. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll move up to them. Okay. Number seven is... Jola, Jola hustles across the battlefield. And then, so, Sina's the only one engaged, right? Correct. And otherwise, the big guy is right there? Yes. So, can I ask... How many of you are going to go after the big guy this next I'm round? I'm going to try to hit him from range before I move in. Okay. Then can I use my moment of glory? I mean, if you would like to. I yes. would like to use my moment of glory because you're all nearby, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all nearby allies may pop free from engaged enemies as a free action. If you do so, you can roll your recovery die and regain double the hit points. Hmm, if you do that. not, oh, your next attack that hits deals plus 4d6 additional damage. Ooh, that's pretty good. So, if you decide not to engage, which really the only one that's engaged is Sina, mm -hmm. then, so then, you two will um, add plus 4d6 additional damage on your next attack that hits. 
It's pretty do you handy. Do you want to pop free or do you want to do more damage? Pop <laughs> free and heal or do more damage? Well, I'm going for the zombies that are up in my face. So I don't think I'm going to More gonna damage. Need... Well, no, I don't think I'm going to need any more damage. <laughs> All right. Well, you still get it, whether you need it or not. Well, I'm going to heal. I am down by 10 points. Okay, so, so you're going to go ahead and pop free mm-hmm. and then... Yep, so. <laughs> so you, you roll your recovery them. dice and regain double the hit points. That's that's all you're missing. Yeah. Yep. So what? What I'm does? Not, you, I'm not going to roll all of them. What does your moment of glory look like? Since this is the first time we're seeing it. Um. It just kind of looks like every <gasps> everybody in the party just. All of a sudden, starts raising their arms up like we won and yay! And they either choose to heal or they get blessed with extra damage. I feel a holy power. I'm gonna hit something. God, this. <laughs> God. That was weird. Explains why I'm doing more damage. Get it off. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, and don't the, forget, you have plus two two to defense. All defenses. Mm-hmm. The, uh, if someone has a d6, I can borrow for the escalation die. It's now round two, so the escalation die is one, except for Jola, who's special. Yep. Minus three. Uh, Sina, you are filled with the, the holy uh, healing power, yeah. and it is your turn. Holding up uh, hands, being very confused about that, but I'm going to summon my astral swords into them while we're at it. <laughs> and uh, step back up in these zombie spaces and start swinging. My four attacks. And it specified the next one that hits, right? It okay. does. Okay. Their next attack that hits deals. Okay. Same target. Eight. 18 versus AC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. 21? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two. Natural 20 for a 28. That's I'm pretty three. sure these zombies are dead. Mm-hmm. Eight. Eight total? Yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to hit them when they're already obliterated. <laughs> yeah, and it's nine damage per attack unless the crit does something. Uh, the crit does double damage. Okay, so. For that one swing. So, nine. First one does 46. Plus. No, no the, she healed. Oh, that's right. No, that's the right. first one does nine. Okay. So nine, nine, eighteen. So as if you would hit all four. So. So yeah, that's what a thirty-six. Yeah, thirty-six yep. damage on those fuckers. Which is enough to just obliterate them. Which is why I didn't take that. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, what What are your uh, your four swords look like? One, since I think we've only seen the bow thus far. Yeah. And they are blazingly lit up golden scimitars. Mm-hmm. And she is just a dervish of of blades and light. I really like to think of the, the bottom of a blender where it's got the Pretty blades much. at the different angles. Yeah. She just starts spinning. Yeah. All right. And um, now there's bones at her feet. And since we started a new round, I'm still going to pick wrist for this round. That hurts you every time you say you're I helping do. Your wrist. <laughs> I do. All right. Uh, the, uh, the first thing that's going to happen on... This creature's turn is it's going to uh, hold out its hand and bring them all back and bring two groups of uh, like there are still <laughs> remains on the ground. Two more sets of sorry, three more sets of these zombies pull themselves up out of the ground at your feet. Um, it is going to try and lock eyes with Galdrian again and hit him with that crackling energy. Uh, <laughs> what, you, what was it? I can't see it from here. A three. <laughs> uh, well, that's a... 14 versus MD. Nope, not, not even close that time. Um... You know, it really, that's all according to its plan. Um, uh-huh. Its plan was to just, like, fucking suck? It, it's, its plan was to uh, drive you into the arms of its zombies, and really, it's, it's accomplished that. Um, 
So, on that note, zombie group one for Riss does an 22 hit your AC. Uh, you say it's bumped we can by heal. two. Okay. I yes, your hit. defense is bumped by two. Then it meets it. So, yes, it does so hit. What do I heal by? So, it's... When an ally is targeted by a natural attack roll of 10 or more, which he did, they and you heal 2d6 damage before you take the damage. Is it yours or mine? You each roll 2d6. Okay, then I heal 9. I'll take 8. Ah, haha! I still heal 9. And I have and you can, temporary, you're temporary. points of eight, so ha <laughs> ha. Jola. Yes. Uh, you that's not gonna hit you. Um Are you sure? Yes. No. Galdrian. I don't know why I rolled two die. Uh does a twenty four hit you? Yeah. So you're gonna take eight points. Jesus. Uh, that guy's dead. I'm just gonna ignore those guys and go for the big guy because Galdrian's starting to get a little pissed off. And maybe know. put some of your healing on Galdrian. <laughs> yeah. Sina does a twenty-five hit you. Yes. So, uh, can I borrow someone's d6? I already gave you one. Oh. <laughs> uh, this is how you repaid me. You're gonna take ten damage. It's going to take two damage. So right back where I was before I healed. <laughs> Near me, Galdrian? It's yeah. probably going to move up to the... Are you moving up to the big guy? Probably. I'm pissed off at him. Okay. Galdrian, it is your turn. All right. As all these zombies start lurching up out of the ground... I've had enough of this. And he's going to try to move away from them without provoking an opportunity attack. So 12 or better. It is a 12. It works. So uh, he's then going to go right in the face of the bony man. And as you start charging that way, it does the classic like sword on its shoulder, holds out a hand and gives you the like bring it. <laughs> and then right before I get within engagement range... I am going to uh, cast, uh, I think I'm going to cast a spell. No, you know what? No, I'll just go ahead and, and go for uh, go for the swing with the sword. That's an 18 on the die. So let's see, 18 plus 8 plus 1. So that is 27. 20. Uh, yeah, 27. 27 hits. I'm going to do 4d8 plus 4 damage. Listen, it's already got holes in its plate and armor. And don't forget to add your plus 4d6. And plus 4d6. Not good. Got to do his 4d8 first. <laughs> 12, 12. So that's 16 so far, and then 4d6. Mm-hmm. That's 6. So that was, oh, so we'll, we'll do the damage separately. So that was. So you're 16, now you're at 22. Yeah, 16, 22, 24, 25, that was, and 28. 28 damage. Nice. Very nice. And uh, quick action. Uh, going to cast uh, Song of Heroes. Mm -hmm. So um, everyone will get an additional plus one to their hits and a plus one to their uh, saves. Nice. Not that we are using our saves, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Riss. And as Galdrian hits him, he's, he's going to say... Uh, he's going to say... Uh, the Sky Dweller sent you to your unmaking. Yep. So you, you slice it with your 
sword, and it doesn't even try to move out of the way. It just kind of takes it, and whenever uh, you know your sword is like stabbed into it, it pulls you really close to its face, and this horrible, musty, rotten breath just blows in your face, and it says, "I am eternal." Let's hope for the sake of air fresheners everywhere that you're not. Uh, Riss, right as you got free of one group, you turn around and another group just reached up and grabbed a hold of you. <laughs> Alright, so first off, I'm going to try and disengage to see so 12 or better. 12 or better. Actually, 11 or better because the yes. plus one. Uh, that's 12, so um, I will pop free from them. Um and then I am going to uh, spend uh, some sorcery points. I'm going to use maximum targets, so I still have five sorcery points left. Um, so this will let me target the maximum amount plus two targets. Now, the groups are considered one target. No. Right? No? Each of them is a group with a number of members in it. Okay. Well, one, I'm targeting Fuckface McGee over there, the big guy. Okay. Um, and then I will target... Oh, what spell are you using? Uh, I will be using Fey Voice. Mm -hmm. um, so I can target five nearby enemies. Okay. Um, 1d3 plus uh, two. Right? So? So it gives me maximum targets plus two more. Okay. So um, I guess the two on Sina, the two on Jola, and... The big fucker. Okay. Um, I forgot to use a battle cry on my roll. It's been a while since I've actually swung at anyone. Right. And this is going to go against MD. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Will a 13 against MD hit? So it will not hit uh, the Death Knight. It will hit the zombies. Okay. And I get to choose an effect. I choose the effect, kick him in the dick. All right. It's going to do 15 damage plus 10. So that's 19 damage. Uh, oh, hold on. 14 and 15. 29 damage to each of them. And I'm also going to say each of my allies gain plus 2d6 with attacks that hit until the end of the battle, non-cumulative. So for every attack y'all make, y'all get an extra 2d6. Yep, so you, you handily disintegrate uh, four more of these creatures. And this is Riss getting pissed off and just yelling in a... Just cone of cold comes roiling across the battlefield. So, I'm retroactively since my 18 was a natural even, a natural even roll for, that I hit him with. Uh -huh. I'm gonna use uh, can't touch this just to give myself a plus one bonus to AC and PD. Okay. Until the end of my next turn. Uh, so Jola, the two that you were about to swing on, uh, wrists shouted so hard they they exploded. Okay. Which you'll probably need to keep in mind for the next time you have business dealings with him. <laughs> he doesn't scare me. So. Scares me a little. I'm going to use my move action to maintain my sh the shield on him. So he still gets his plus two to all defenses. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm going to use my astral seal on the big guy. Okay. And it says melee or ranged, so... And you don't have anybody near you at the moment. So you don't have to worry about catching opportunity attacks for range. Okay. Does a 16 hit him? PD? Is that including your Versus... escalation oh. deck? No. And including a plus one from Galdrian. Oh. So 20. 20 does hit him. Versus AC. Or oh. versus PD. Yes, Sorry, I was gonna PD. Say it hits PD. PD. So that is 10 holy damage. Alright. And until... Seven. 
or 17 holy damage. Uh, and until the end of my next turn, the target takes a minus two penalty to all defenses. And if me or any ally hits it before the end of my next turn, you guys regain eight hit points. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> so <laughs> so keep like... hitting it. So since I think this is the first time we've seen this ability. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, I think it's the first time it's targeted an enemy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's the end of the round. It is now round three. The escalation die is two. Except for Jola. Who is at four? Who is at four? Uh, Sina. Uh, everything that you were about to, uh, accomplish. You, you, you blended your, your people, spun around for more, and, uh, Riss exploded them. Also, now there's this glowing sigil over the Death Knight. Okay, cool. Fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. So, um, a giant wow red targeting arrow. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. For, for so, me to be able to change the escalation die, does that count as an action? What does it say? It doesn't say. Um, it says both. Um, you may decrease one of the escalation die by any amount and raise the other by the same amount. Um, and it just. It's a free action. Then. So I want to move that up two, and I'll move this down two. So the party's escalation die is now a four. And I'm at a two, which it says I may use the normal escalation die if it's higher. Okay, sorry. <laughs> kind of helped. Uh, oh, so sorry. Thank you for making it easier. Uh, for, for those listening, the upside to that is her, or the downside to that rather, is that Jola's es personal escalation die can go to eight instead of six. <coughs> How uh, dare you be selfless. Now watch this be one of those enemies that uses uh, the escalation <laughs> die as well. Well, thank you. <laughs> uh, no, it is Sina's turn. Does escalation die go towards damage too? No. No, okay. It's been a bit, okay? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Sina is going to take her four astral swords... They will glow a bit brighter, brighter and then braid themselves into her giant bow. And I'm going to shoot the big guy. Sure. Hit the big fucker. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Oh, and new round, I'm going to choose Galdrian this time. Yay. You get plus two to defenses? No, you get oh. the, if they hit you, or if you you're targeted it. with a natural 10 or above, it, you get a d6. 2d6 heal. That's good, thank you. <laughs> uh, 22 versus AC on the big guy. That hits exactly. Cool. Just, are you going to do like that straight 60 damage? Yes, plus his 2d6. Yep. And you regain 8 hit points. Sweet. Um, so 66. 67. Oh, that, that's a 2, that's right. Yeah. 67 yep. right, damage to the big dude. So uh, wow. what what does your... your uh, Shot look like when you when you kill the big guy. Oh, you kill shot <laughs> through the heart. You gotta have one first. So it turns into an arrow of um, bright golden light in the shape of an arrow, and there's just waves of light coming off of it as she shoots it. Yeah. So your shot goes right through it, and there's just this fist-sized hole uh, right through it. Uh, at which point it looks down, looks it at you. Uh, Galdrian looks at uh, Riss, looks at Jola, and says, I'll be back. And then it just falls over. I'm going to try to grab his sword from him. Yeah, its sword, like, it, it stuck its sword in the ground. It falls over and just, like, turns into a pile of bones and armor, and its sword remains sticking out of the ground. And that's where we'll, uh, we'll call this episode. For, for all the people who are like, oh no, you don't have enough combat. How are you challenging your players? Role-playing isn't role-playing. That's, that's not what gaming is. There you go. Whole episode of combat. I thought you said challenging combat. <laughs> I don't know. I've done for that 60 yeah, I damage. Know, I know, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You're welcome. Uh, according to, you know, a good chunk of, of the gaming community, if I'm not throwing three to five fights per session at you guys, we're not actually role-playing. Holy shit. That would just be a fucking slog. Yeah, like, I, I watch other 
you know, media and podcasts and stuff. And they don't do that over the course of a two hour episode. Like they might have like one minor combat encounter. That's like a one-on-one between a character and an NPC. Hell, on, on the four hour ones I watch, they get one big combat and the rest is role play. <laughs> Um, we're we're good guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, we're not blinking over here, saying, "Please give us more combat, sir." Yeah. So so listen, uh, for all those podcasts that's like we're role play heavy, like we are actually a role play heavy podcast. Uh, I think listening to all of our episodes in editing, we're at like thirty to thirty seventy split between combat and role playing. So yeah. And sometimes we get role-playing in our combats. Yeah. Yeah. How how innovative. I I don't remember dripping goo and ooze from a fight. (laughs) Ooze. Ew, ew, ew. Ew. Goop. Ew. And on on that note, uh, you know. Have a goop day. (laughs) Oh, they certainly did. If you do mouth stuff for us, we'll give you goop. No, we already (laughs) gave them goop. We didn't even need mouth stuff. <sighs> so but, I don't know. The mouth stuff always helps me goop. <laughs> so goop us at the places. Do the goop. Uh, find us at the places. Do the things. I'm not downloading the glue brush, guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for all the glue. Uh, for all the glue that you draw, get the glue brush. So, uh, yeah. We, we are the average adventuring glue party. <laughs> The average glute party. Uh, so is, is that like lemons? No, we're not. We're not. A, we're not the average lemon party. I'm, oh no! <laughs> don't Google that. <laughs> Best time on Cars Three. Uh, or Cars Two. Uh, yep. So uh, that's all I got. You guys got anything for this episode? I think we've had enough. <laughs> I'll tell you when you've had enough. <laughs> all right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Goop. (laughs) Great minds goop alike. We just double gooped them. Oh my god.